0: From points across California, you are listening to the Disneyland Edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition, episode 226 for the week of November 28, 2013. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, and you plan a perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Tom Bell. I'm joined by our Disneyland team. Nancy Johnson and Mary Joe malata Willie. And in this segment, Nancy has the final installment in her Legoland series. What's left to talk about? The hot- no, we talked about the hotel. What we got the water park? Um we have the water park. Okay, cool. We have Sea Life Park.
1: Okay. And we have dining. Okay, cool. Oh. Because we kinda left all the food out, and that was one thing Sushi. I really wanted to say. Um
0: let me think. I'm just Sea Life Park, sorry. Bad joke.
1: We didn't actually eat at Sea Life, but... hmm? Okay. Anyway, proceed. Proceed. Um, So, okay. One of the... um, Well, let's go... Let's do our extra things, and then we'll talk about dining. Okay, cool. Now, Legoland has two um, additional ticket um, items and places where you can visit. One is their Legoland Water Park, which you must have Legoland admission to okay. in order to get into the park.
0: So you can't, it's not a standalone. You have it's to buy not
1: a standalone. Okay. It doesn't have a standalone gate. It's uh, located in the back of Legoland. Right. So. Right. And also the other ticket, and they do sell hoppers with a couple different combinations of these tickets. Um, the other is the sea life um aquarium, mm-hmm. which is right at the front gate okay so you can actually go to the sea life aquarium without getting a ticket to Legoland gotcha okay in fact, the sea Life aquarium is often visited by school groups. Okay. And they have special educational programs.
0: About (laughs) how much does it run by itself?
1: Okay. I knew you were going to ask that, so I'm gonna go back and
0: information. (laughs) I knew I was gonna ask it. (laughs) Because
1: I didn't have that window like right on Uh hand. (laughs) Um and actually that's very odd. I know they do school programs at Sea Life. Okay. But, um, oh, yeah. I, apparently, you can't buy it as a separate ticket. Oh, okay. So that's good to know. Uh-huh. But um, I think it's worth adding on. They have hopper tickets, which you can either you can choose either Sea Life, um, or you can choose the water park, okay. or you can do both. Okay. So it just depends on what level of admission you want to get. Mm-hmm. So, ah, uh, pretty much it's about an extra, almost about an extra twenty dollars for that kind of a hopper ticket. So, just to let you know, okay. It, prices are one hundred and three dollars per adult and ninety three per children online, and that includes. Either Sea Life or Legoland's water park. Okay. If you want to do what's called a resort hopper, it's only
0: that's six colors more. That's all three.
1: Yeah, and that's all three.
0: Okay. So. Well, it kind of be hard to do all three in one day, though, wouldn't it? Yes. That's why they. That's why it's only six
1: dollars <laughs> because they don't
0: expect you to use it.
1: Yeah, I mean it depends on you know if you're doing one of those buy one day get a day free things though. Yeah. So yeah, you it's really difficult to do all three in one day. You right. could do it if you were a multiple time visitor. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't but... recommend
2: it. I, I think Legoland, the the park itself, it's so huge. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's a lot to 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 do over there. I'm trying to think, when, when we and did it, we, we did do Legoland and we did the water part, not the water part, the sea life, we did mm-hmm. do those in one day, but I think that we kind of rushed our visit to the sea life, yeah because we wanted to go back to, to Legoland.
1: We had two full days. And we did the water park on one day with about half of the, half of the park. And the second day we went back into the park, picked up a bunch of different attractions that we had missed, and then went to see, to Sea Life and kind of finished the day at Sea Life. So, while it was really cool, I don't, I feel like we didn't quite stay there as much. Um, and I actually really, really enjoyed C- the Sea Life Park, uh, or the Sea Life Aquarium. I thought it had a lot of really interesting exhibits. And I actually learned facts that I did not know.
2: I like how they had those domes that you could, like, poke your head up through and look like feel, look like you were in the aquarium. Yes. That was cool. That's a cool one. One of the things I really liked... I guess we're going
1: to just jump in and start talking about Sea Life. Um, <laughs> sea Life, one of the things I really enjoyed about Sea Life is the fact that um, that they had something really for the kids to do. They had a quiz trail, and we got the information flyer on it when we you know when we entered and picked up our little um picked up our little brochure and we went through and we did the kids trail and they got little um stamps i think at each place and i just thought that was the coolest thing they cuz the kids learned something from what they found they had to go to the exhibit read the question or we would read To Lily because she can't read. Well, she can read much better now than she could then. But you know, I'm—I was just surprised how enjoyable the whole experience was. Um, Some other things of note that I thought were really cool um, were. What what kind
0: of exhibits do they have in the aquarium? Mm -hmm. And
1: actually, I'm pulling up—I'm pulling up my photo album. If I sound minorly disjointed more than the usual.
0: <laughs> wow, more than the usual.
1: <laughs> I liked how you entered the aquarium. That's the one thing I, I thought was really neat, was they had this sort of, um, you entered into a room, it felt like a Disney pre-queue, okay. you know, where you enter into the room and then this video plays, <laughs> right. and, then, and then the doors open and you are foisted into the aquarium. But they had some really amazing little exhibits on, you know, just smaller tubes. They broke it up into different animal types, um, crustaceans. They had, I thought the tanks were really unusual. They had such a mix of tanks. You know how um, some aquariums, like the Aquarium of the Pacific in Long Beach, has a tendency to have its... um, It's tanks put into just sections of the wall. You know, you walk by and it's, you know, a couple of them maybe project out a little bit, Mm -hmm. but not, well, they had a lot of their tanks in very interesting exhibits. Like in the crab room, a lot of their tanks had like little crab legs sticking out from them. Just they really were like cylinder style, and some were built into rocks. They weren't just a wall with where you look right. through the windows under the wall, which I thought was really neat. Um, cool. The crab exhibit was really cool. I I learned something about very large king crab things. They had this one crab that you know splayed out. Obviously, it was a a scientific specimen as opposed to a live crab or a model of a crab, um, sprayed out so you could see the legs and the positions and stuff. And then they had lots of little crab backs.
0: So, what, so was your, what was your favorite exhibit at the aquarium?
1: Well, you know, one that really was such a big hit with the kids was the... Oh, that's ma- yes, what yours was. Well, I thought this was kind of fun, too. Okay. They have a big walk-through tank. Okay. Um, That you go under, but, and you can see it from other different sides, but they had Lego figures built into it, like little Lego divers. Okay. Um, The touch-pull exhibit was nice. It was partially to the outside, and I thought that was kind of neat. The There was a tank exhibit about halfway through that, was kind of fun as well. One of the things the kids liked, um, there was a little diver figure, and it talked about like diving on the sea on a, you know, one of those little propeller sea do things mm-hmm. under the water. Right. And that was pretty neat too. So lots of different fun and unusual things, all with a little Lego twist. Like there was um, a tank that was supposed to be like. Um, not quite a tide pool type tank mm-hmm. but a very shallow ocean tank and it had like a little cabana beach house on stilts with a little Lego guy sipping a drink nice. <laughs> you know just little stuff like that it had lots of lots of touches oh I just found the picture of the tank and this is a very unusual tank it looks like you know those stuffed ottomans that are like little padded octagons you know, okay. like you have an ottoman and it's, it's kind of bulges out on the side. Like imagine an, a bulging octagon and then put a little like, a few like ancient relics into it. And this was the tank that was in the middle of the room that had some small, some small sharks in it. And then there was like in a little, little adventure guy on the side of a ruin. Above it, which was kind of cool. And you could see through the ruined wall in a couple spots. But it was very three-dimensional because you got to walk around walk around it and stuff. Of course, they had the usual jellyfish and seahorses. And I just found a picture of Lily in the tank that you could go up into. There was, in the restaurant, it was kind of fun. We walked through the restaurant. You have to walk through the restaurant kind of on the way out. And it has the restaurant seating it's a counter service, and it has a big tank on one side, and it looks like a little Lego guy climbing a buoy with a pelican sitting on top of it, you know kind of floating in the middle creative very much of a creative use of space um, now keep in mind you can go to their cafe there's a separate entrance for it outside the aquarium, and you can actually, you can go through the gift shop and up into the, into the cafe without, um, buying a ticket to go through the actual aquarium.
0: So how much time would, should someone give? At
1: least two hours. Okay. Um, more if you're an aquarium fish person. Okay. And take time, you know, or if you, you have kids that are the age where you can really take time to discuss the displays. Mm Mm-hmm and the facts that are written on the boards and stuff.
0: Is it open the same hours as Legoland, or longer or it, shorter hours?
1: It has slightly shorter hours.
0: Okay. Let me get that. So it's not like you could do it after a, after an early close at Legoland or something like that?
1: No. No, it pretty much closes when Legoland closes. Okay. Um, oh, you can even do birthday parties there. Mm. They have a webcam <laughs> on their site as well, and they do do daily shows and feedings, where they have a diver in the tank.
0: So they feed the diver to the fish? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very cool. Um,
1: they have like a diving show. They actually have a puppet show.
0: Okay. Um, with
1: Sunny the sea star and his tide. Friends, they have. Uh, <laughs> they
0: have a SpongeBob show.
1: No, Sunny the sea star and his tide pool friends. <laughs> okay. Um, they t- Oh, the big crab I mentioned earlier. Japanese spider crabs can live up to a hundred years. Of course, really. So, in their claws section, they have a presentation. They have seahorse feeding, octopus feedings. They have several animal encounters.
2: Um, you know, for the space that they have there, there's quite a lot to see in that little yes. aquarium. And you, it doesn't look like it when you first see, um, when you first approach it. But you go in there and because of the way they've laid out the, the rooms, they just kind of like go on and on. I, and- I found it really interesting.
1: Yes, um, it it kind of weaves through itself. Now there are stairs and an elevator in the middle of it. You actually the aquarium is on two levels, so that's something important to note. um, If you have a wheelchair companion, they do but they do have an elevator to get you up and down. Cool. So that's a good thing.
0: Um, So let's talk about the water park.
1: Yeah, let's move on to the water park. Oh, um just as you know, birthdays can go from $15. So that's kind of cool. And schools and groups should call. You know, if you've got a big family. Right. You know, that would certainly qualify as a group for that. Oh, one of the other things I wanted to mention real quick before we move on to the water park is I thought it was really interesting that I mentioned in one of my other segments about them having visitor survey points. The one thing I liked about Legoland that Disney really needs to understand and learn from is how to do their survey research. (laughs) Legoland has kiosks all around the park, and you can just walk up at any point in time and give input. And they have one of these at the very end of your Sea Life experience. In the gift shop, or just outside the gift shop. So I thought that that was really a creative way to do it. They even have one in the hotel. They even have ones in the hotel. There's also, if you don't want to stand in line at the Legoland ticket booths, if you haven't bought your tickets online, which I strongly recommend you do because of the discounting, they actually have a ticket kiosk right outside Sea Life. So say you decide that you want to upgrade your ticket, you could even go there to do it. Now, water park-wise, um, I enjoyed the Legoland water park. It's a separate admission ticket. Um, with the water park, one of the things I really like about the, about the water park is that it's designed for everyone. Okay. You know, there's no giant, there's no giant slide that is gonna, you know, segregate people out. Um, there's only minor height restrictions for a couple of the things. You know, like they want you to be a certain height in order to, you know, in order to do the big tube slide. Right but other than that there's so much for younger kids to do that it was great nothing's very deep at all they have a wave area that is that is generated more towards smaller kids and i thought that that was really really kind of neat um I sound like my mother when I say neat, holy crud. (laughs) My mother was a kindergarten teacher once, so I apologize for that now if I, if I'm ever associated. (laughs) When you enter the park, you're gonna have lockers and stuff off to the right, off to the left hand side. Anything you need that you've forgotten is for purchase to the right-hand side, and directly in front of you, you actually have fun Lego building kiosks. There's a there are little water features, and you can build the Lego in such a way that you can um, you can direct the water, make it slide different places or different angles, things like that. They're a fun play area for the whole family. And that kind of gives you more of a feel for the rest of the park. To the left and in the very back of the park is the area I mentioned with the splash zone. And that is called the Duplo Splash Safari and the Duplo Splash Zoo. That's a great area. They have small slides for the kids. There's a lot of um, water splashing play area. Great family beach kind of thing. Also, the restaurant is in that back corner as well. If you go off to the right, you'll hit the entrance to their to their river, which is called King Creek, and you'll see the water slides um, sitting in the center of that particular area. And there's a few ramps up to get to those. The one thing. That I thought was unusual when we first entered the park is that a lot of the seating. You know how when you go to a, normal, a regular water park, you always have the big beach loungers. Yeah, everything's always a long lounger. Well, the Lego water park doesn't. Originally, I thought they didn't have any of those because everywhere around the edges of like the um, the small um wading pools by the, by the big water slides and the little beach thing. They were all little, sort of like beach chairs that were lined up around the edge for parents to sit at. Only after we went around pretty much the entire park did we see a small section of sand <laughs> And this is past the entrance, um, almost towards the back edge of the park, that had a sandy area and full-size loungers. So if you are a full-size lounger person, if you... You know, you're a parent that just wants to chill or a couple that's on vacation and you just want to chill. You want to make sure when you enter the park, enter early and go to the right and just keep going till you find the little sand area just past the entrance to the, to the river. Let's talk about the river for a second. The river is really cool. You have single or double inner tubes. Some of the inner tubes, some of the single inner tubes, do not have a hole all the way through in the middle. For, so, smaller children can hop on and actually not fall out the center of the. cheek. Oh, tube.
2: so it's really designed for small kids. Yes. And,
1: like, we had a double. Zoe and I shared a double, which was kind of fun. So, she could bounce in and out of it, or she could lay across it and still enjoy the river ride with me. So that was fun. These tubes are also unique in that many of them have little bases, like Lego bases on either side of the tube. And there are floating Lego bricks throughout the entire river. All they ask is that you don't obstruct yourself in towers of Lego. as you're going through, but there's lots of uh, lifeguards all the way stationed through the through the river. It's for those of you who have been to like Typhoon Lagoon or Blizzard Beach um, in Orlando. They they have all kinds of things that splash on you or spray on you. There's no caves you actually float through or anything like that. It's all out in the sun, so make sure you're sunscreen before you go you go on it. But there are plenty of things to spray at you.
0: How many different slides or attractions are there? At the they
1: platform? have three sets of slides. Okay. They have two sets of regular slides. One of them is called um, the Splash... The, one of them is called Splash Out, and the other one is called Twin Chasers. Splash Out... Um, splash out is 240 feet and you have to be 30 42 inches or and/or 300 pounds it's a single rider only so they don't they don't do doubles on that the twin chasers which um, Zoe went on she really enjoyed that it's a side-by-side red tube slide and it's a hundred and oh Lily just walked into the room now and just said that she did that too. If they're 130 feet and they go into a waiting area. You have to be 42, ounce, uh, 42 inches and you have to be 300 pounds. And they do not permit life jackets or flotation devices on the slide. So your child does have to be able to um, get out and move to the side of the, of the thing. Luckily, that area is not very deep. That these uh, dump out into, so pretty easy.
2: But Nancy, third- I have a question. Yeah. Do they do they have the kids do like a swimming test before they go on any of these, or is just no. basically okay? So you could just. <laughs> it's an honor system. Okay. Trusting <laughs> the parents not to just uh, tell their kids to grow up now.
1: Yeah. Okay. So you know, know your kid's abilities before you send them out. The uh, third one is the orange rush, and that one actually you have to climb the stairs to the tallest point. There are stairs, there are no elevators to get you up to the top of the rafts, so that's good to know in case you have difficulty climbing the stairs. The family, now the family tube slide, they say up to four people, but I think These can actually um, fit more. In fact, when you actually look at the website, it says the maximum load is either four people or 750 pounds. And you can only have two adults per raft. Your minimum weight grouping is 200 pounds. And you have to be 42 inches. Children may wear life jackets on this particular Thing. And it's this is one of those big giant round tubes, and and it doesn't, it's not as large as the family slide at say Blizzard Beach in Orlando for those of you who are Orlando folks. So and it's not quite as long. It is 312 feet, um, and it has an 11 foot diameter half pipe that you go through on your tube. I didn't feel like it swung up as much as say the one at, at Blizzard Beach. So if that's a good comparison, I, we haven't been to a whole lot of water parks other than the ones at Disney World and this one. So, um, the kids liked it. A little scared at first cause they never really done anything like that, but there are plenty of, if you have smaller children, there are plenty of hand loops both on the, on the top of the raft and on the bottom of the raft that they can grab onto. Cause sometimes that's kind of a problem with small children. You worry about them kind of bouncing around in a family raft. And this one I thought was really worked well. The, the raft design was great. Cause I'd never seen one that actually had the handles inside in the seating area. Yeah, usually get them up on the top edge. So I thought safety was a really big, a really big um, focus in this park. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what they do when they expand the park next year, because right now they're they're building a um, Chima water park, which is going to I guess expand and enhance the Legoland water park, and it's going to be designed off of their new um, property, which is about eight animal tribes, and living on this big island. And so each one of the rides is going to be themed. They've only announced four of them, but they'll be having a wave pool. They'll be having a play zone. Um, and I can't remember the other one, but it looks like it's going to be a neat park. If they get the theming right. the way I think they will, I think it'll be a neat park. Nice. Now, we actually tried to do most of the things.
0: Okay. Um, and one how, long, how long did that take you?
1: Mm, the longest waits we had for anything was the Orange Rush, the family slide. Mm. And even that wasn't that horribly long, then maybe it took us 15 minutes. Okay. So, when you consider that, it really, I think it really does limit having the park, the water park inside the larger park, Uh really does limit the crowds. Okay. It felt like a very safe environment. Uh There is not a lot of shade in the water park though, so, If I were to make a list of things to remember, (laughs) I would definitely plan on getting a walker. I would remember sunscreen and flip-flops because there is a lot of hot concrete. And you have to go um, up and over bridges to get into the main central area with the slides and the waiting pool and the dumping bucket which was actually cool they had a really fun dumping bucket attraction
0: so how much of your legoland day would you spend in the water park
1: you know we did the afternoon okay. we went we did some stuff in the park then we went back to the hotel we got our swimsuits and stuff and then headed back in and I would say we spent three to four hours there. You could easily spend more. In fact, they actually have cabanas for rent. That is one feature mm-hmm. that I thought was really cool. And that would have been, um, that would have actually been really fun to do. Right. Uh, all the cabanas or most of the cabanas are back by the Duplo area. There's a few on the other side of the Twin um The twin chaser slides, and just to give you an idea of how much this, what what you're getting, it's a 10 by 10 cabana. Um, It has it has a refrigerator. It has has lounges. It has chairs. They're basically designed to be a, a maximum capacity of eight. You get towel, some complimentary towels. You get um, a full-size family locker rental and one table table with Duplo bricks. (laughs) You also get a host to assist with your needs and and your food orders. You get ten complimentary beverages. Um, They don't want any coolers or outside food and beverage. and you get wristbands for a guaranteed re-emission of the water park, including during peak attendance periods. So if you're going in the middle of the summer and you really want to do the water park for most of a day, there we go. One of the things I forgot to mention, I know I mentioned this in the show where we talked about pirate, the Pirate Reef side of Legoland, is the area with the... The Pirate Reef area where you have the two um, Lego pirate ships where you can go in and stand on the pirate ships and fire water cannons at each ship. And then there's the big soaker ride that comes. and It's like a 25-foot drop splash ride. That's all it does is it goes up a ramp, comes around, goes down 25 feet, creating this giant massive wall of water. That has access from the water park. So you can go in there too, and so yeah, you get front of the line access to Pirate Reef. So you, if you want to do the boat or the, you know, the little boat that goes up, and you also get unlimited float time on the Lazy River. They won't kick you out if there's a crowd trying to get onto (laughs) it. Nice. So full rental. Now the water park is open. Um, two different sets depending on season
0: right
1: 12 to 5 um, 10 a.m to 5 pm 10 a.m to 6 p.m and 10 a.m to 7 p.m so obviously 12 to 5 is off season and peak season is 10 to seven so the cabanas run anywhere from a 100 and well 99.99 to 189.99 okay so it really, if you've got a big family and or lots of friends that want to cut in on it, I, I think it's definitely worth it.
0: So okay. if someone were coming to Legoland for one day, would you Should, recommend the water park? No. Okay. How about the how about the aquarium?
1: If, okay. If it's if it's one day and it's not your first time in a Lego in a Lego theme park. Okay. Um. I would think about it. For you know, a re- repeat it visitor, on, maybe. Okay. Yeah, for a repeat visitor, I would say definitely put that on your list okay. to do at some point right. if you know you're coming back. Okay. But I wouldn't make it a...
0: If this was your one chance to come to Legoland.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't make it my, my thing to do on a one chance. Okay, cool. In fact, well, when we went the first time, we went for just one day and we didn't. We didn't even think about the water park, right. and it
2: was in July. And that's probably why it's part of a hopper and not a destination in itself. Yeah.
1: I would agree with that. And in fact, it's completely closed now, so it does close during the off season okay, after, cool. much that's after good to school too. starts. It, it's closed, closed, closed. So keep in mind too to ask about the season. You know, mm-hmm. check the calendar on their website and find out. Awesome. You know, what your schedule is on that. Okay.
0: Let's talk about food.
1: Food. Finally. There's food everywhere in Legoland. There is food in the water park. There is food in the aquarium. There is food. Food, 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 food. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay then. Thanks for that. Alright, that'll do it for this segment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, I gotta admit, I was a little skeptical. I thought we were gonna get just regular theme park food. Right. I was dutifully impressed by the offerings you could get at Lego Link. Okay.
0: Now you have, you have my attention.
1: From this from the planning Standpoint Disney could take a little lesson in how Lego has worked their website. I was I was really thrilled and surprised when you go to their dining page and you click on the restaurant, it actually tells you what your dietary restriction rest your dietary restriction um, limits are for each and every one of the restaurant in their offerings. For instance, the Burger Stop. Dairy-free, has dairy-free options, egg-free options, gluten-free, kids' kits, nut-free, quick service, and zero trans fat. If you click on, um, ah, I didn't mean to click. (laughs) If you choose another one, like the Night's Table Barbecue, that is gluten-free, nut-free, quick service, and zero trans fat. They're big on the zero trans fats here. They even have restaurants that have veggie options and gluten options as well as healthy options. So how were the prices?
0: How's the flavor?
1: The prices were typical? Typical theme park food prices. Okay. It was about eight ninety five for a burger. Okay. Um it was about eleven ninety five for an entree. The Pizza and Pasta Buffet ran about where's my photograph? The, of course they don't have any price tags on their no. on their website. But what's good to know is check to see what kind of special thing they're running. If you are a resort member mm-hmm. Or a Merlin Annual Pass member, you save 20% on your dining purchases. Wow. Yeah, and considering the Merlin Entertainments, who owns Legoland mm-hmm. here in the U.S., they own a lot of different attractions that you might be interested in going to all over the country.
0: The Madame Tussauds Museum, right?
1: Yep. Well, Madame, Madame Tussauds, they own... Hang on, let me pop into this. I want to pop into this because really there are a ton of them, and they are in different, li- literally different areas of the country. Um, but my point on mentioning that is that they run occasional specials. When we were there in the summer, they were um, they were running uh, fudge cookies.
0: Ooh, fudge cookies! Yum. Yeah. At Legoland? At Legoland, they had fudge cookies?
1: They were running, okay, here it is, I found the picture. Because <laughs> I took pictures of all the signs that did all this stuff. They have a kids eat, they had a kids eat free after 5 p.m.
0: Oh, you okay? Oh, a- Alright Wes, you're not eating the rest of the day, but after <laughs> 5, eat up.
1: Well, you know, and that's at actually their bigger restaurants, their pizza and pasta buffet, yeah. the walk and bowl ramen shop, Funtown Market, the Garden Restaurant, and the Knights mm, Barbecue. So those are the more of their um, counter. they counter casual,
0: okay.
1: As opposed to walk-up window type gotcha. stuff.
0: Okay, so the more expensive places they'll give you free. Yeah, ready. yeah,
1: yeah. It. And in fact, we're going to talk about a few of those uh, more expensive places. Well, let's do it. So as you go around the park, the first thing you're going to run into is the burger stop in Funtown. Okay. Then you're going to run into the Funtown Hot Dogs and Funtown Market. I really liked the Funtown Market. Okay. I was really impressed because I think the only place you've ever seen anything like this in Disneyland is sort of the Plaza Inn. Okay. And sort of the sort of the pizza place are it, the Italian section of um, the Paradise Gardens area. Okay, Boardwalk Pizza and Pasta. Boardwalk Pizza and Pasta. Thank you very much. Okay. I had a moment. You walk in, you've got a salad bar on one side. You've got a whole kids area where they assemble their own kids meal. They assemble. Um, Different parts of it, they pick things off racks and put them in a really cute little bag, which you can, which is reusable for like their school lunch or something. Um, they have another area that's hot foods. Three different specific hot main dishes. There was Chinese, there was pasta, and there was like a Philly steak sandwich. Then you had cold. Um, Cold sandwiches in another section. You had a whole, like, buffet style thing of desserts. You could actually kind of spend a lot more money than you realize the way it's set up. So just keep that in mind. We had a mix of things. We had the Philly steak sandwich. We had salad bar. We had the Chinese. All of them were good. Lots of flavor. They make the hot entrees there right for you. There's a chef waiting there to make it as you order it. I thought that was really cool. Also, this, if you want churros, don't buy it from a cart. This is the best place in the entire park to get churros. They're not long churros like the Disneyland churros. You can get those types of churros out on the carts in the park where they've been kind of sitting around for a while. Here, they're made fresh, and they're served with chocolate dipping sauce for cheaper than you can get them at the carts. That, my friends, is truly a value. (laughs) (laughs) As you move now, as you move around the park a little farther, you're going to get to another place that I thought was pretty amazing, and that was the Garden Restaurant. And while we didn't eat there, I really, really want to go back there. And to tell you why is pretty easy. Their sandwich menu is to die for. Um. How do I want to explain their sandwich menu? Their sandwich menu, just the most creative mix of things you can possibly imagine in a good sandwich. And I'm trying to buy my time while I pull up the actual sandwich menu listing.
0: And I hope you cut. We're talking cold sandwiches or Earl of Sandwich hot sandwiches? We're talking
1: a mix. Okay we're talking an actual mix of sandwiches and i was just i was just impressed and here it is you had stuff like the hot melt the hot melt and these these sandwiches are all like 940 anywhere between 875 and 945 so for instance hot melt Albacore tuna salad, fresh tomatoes, arugula, dill, Havarti cheese, strong ground mush- mustard with a splash of red wine vinegar, on ciabatta bread and finished on the grill. You've got the Gouda, deli ham, Gouda pickles, um, gardenara, gardena- is that right? Okay, yeah, pickled pickle vegetables. Italian, yeah. yeah, the Italian pi- pi- and a kick of chipotle aioli. On ciabatta bread. You've got a caprici. You've got one that's called the strawberry spice. It's a chicken and brie panini with strawberry chipotle spread, balsamic onions, mm. arugula, red, line, red wine vinegar on ciabatta.
0: Nice.
1: The master is your typical turkey sandwich with applewood smoked bacon on a French baguette. The beefy cheddar, stuffed with roast beef, California aged cheddar, tomatoes, arugula, and, I mean,
2: don't those sound good?
0: I'm hungry. Thanks, Nancy.
2: Yeah, they sound really good. <laughs> I mean... They sound tasty. They sound, you know...
1: And they looked good. I kind of sat in there for a little bit, and they have some salads, too, there. But certainly, that's a really cool choice option, mm-hmm. if you think about it. Um, also in this area... Um, oh, and... I, one of the things I found was interesting about their menu too, is that is that they had a lot of the healthier snacks. Um, for instance, they had um, they had gluten-free sugar cookies and chocolate chip cookies and gluten-free um, chips called Crisp Roots, which I had never heard of. What are they called? Crisp roots. They're actually cassava root chips.
2: Did you taste them?
1: No, but boy did I want to. They had barbecue, <laughs> they had um, they just had really cool, they had like three or four options of those. So so yeah, how cool is that? You know, you can just walk up and get a box of gluten-free cookies. If you're a family with celiac disease, that's, that's awesome. And then some. So, like I said, good choices with, good choices with the garden restaurant. Moving on, you have something that, that Lego considers to be their things. They, they developed them. Apple fries. You see signs all over the place. Try Granny's apple fries. Granny's apple fries. This is over by the Knights area. Well, we try Granny's apple fries. Not so much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Granny can keep her apple fries.
1: Now, one of the things I did think was really cool about the apple fry stand is they also sold apple chips. From like three different kinds of apples. There were Granny Smith chips, Red Delicious chips, and something else. And I thought that, I thought that that was a much more attractive snack after tasting Granny's apple fries. <laughs> they come, they come with like a vanilla whipped cream, which the vanilla whipped cream was actually very good. But the apple fries, I think they're like, like with normal french fries, you really have to get a good french fry really hot. And fresh out of the fryer, it shouldn't sit around for too long. And Granny's apple fries just felt like they sat around too long. Aww. They were kind of mushy. And it just wasn't, it wasn't my taste. Yeah. And, you know, Roz said the same thing when she had them. So, I don't know, did you try them when you were there? I I did not try them. I would recommend going farther around the corner in the in the um, castle area, and I would recommend, however, going to the Knight's Tale Barbecue. I liked the Knight's Tale Barbecue. The Knight's Tale Barbecue had some darn good looking stuff on their menu and darn good smelling stuff. They have spare ribs, fire roasted chicken, baked wow. beans cobs caesar salad Cobb salad and all kinds of desserts it,
0: it, how much does that run is, um, it, is it a buffet or is it
1: it is actually entrees okay. but it seemed like 14.95 was probably a good okay maximum price for it they they have a mix of a mix of dinners so you can kind of pick and choose mm-hmm. um now, the burger places, because there's one in Cal- in the Castle area, um, the burger place is your typical burger place for the most part. Like I said, the meals there average about $8.95. Kids' meals run about eight twenty five. dollars And the one thing is they do mention all over the place, big signs on the burger places that they're 100% Angus beef. So... Something to think about if you're a burger aficionado. My husband said it was okay. That was probably the least exciting thing he had. Right. Now as you move as you move along the corner, and I'm not going to cover like the little snack places or any of that, but you you get into um, the older area, the Technics area, you know, the stuff with the older kid attractions, and. I found that to have a really pretty awesome pizza and pasta buffet. I went through, I took pictures, and I was really impressed by the different types of little pizzas they had. Uh, There was a real mix, and that sounds surprising in some ways. I think I found it surprising because they had literally... Twelve pizzas out wow. you, twelve different pizzas out that you could choose from, a couple different pastas. Adult price on the buffet is fifteen ninety five. Kid price is nine ninety five. So once again, this was one of those eat free kind of places. the The salad bar was basic, but it was once again nice. They had six or Six different pastas. They had breads. They had two salad stations, two pizza stations, and just a li- kind of a little bit of everything. And it made me wonder if you couldn't ask for, like, specialty stuff for the pizzas. But it all looked good. They even had a section in the back where they threw birthday parties, and they had one set up. I took a picture of that as well. So eventually when the blog comes out on all these things, I know promises, promises. Um,
0: I didn't say it.
1: Yeah, he, did. he thought it really hard, and I heard you. <laughs> I,
2: I could hear it too over
1: here. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it was cute, and this is all done as like this restaurant is done up in kind of a sports decor.
2: It sounds like like there's a lot of areas in Legoland that could be set up for different birthday parties. Are yeah, they, are they like different themes that people would have, or just different areas of the park that they would? You know, that not on top of each other.
1: This is one. I didn't notice any except for here, so this may be the birthday place of choice, if you will. Because none of them really had indoor seating enough to to really fulfill that. But it was one, you know, it's kind of one of those things. Now farther along, and this is as you're getting back towards the front, there is another little pizza joint. And it is called, Do, it is called the Pizza Mania. And Pizza Mania, one of the things I thought was really interesting about them is they have a family combo. So for 30, basically $34, you get a 14-inch pan pizza, Includes one topping, two salads, and four fountain drinks. Considering it's like $8.95, $9.95 for one pizza, for a little individual pizza at the same location, that's not too bad of a deal. So, something to think about. You can also get things by the slide, get larger pizzas by the slice, or you can get the individual. One I forgot, and one I want to actually go to next time, is the and I didn't actually get a chance to enter it, is their walk and roll ramen shop, and that is actually um, near the Duplo stuff as you come around the corner. It's one of the first things you hit after the dragon air, er- or yeah, the dragon coaster era- area. Um, the walk and bowl ramen, pretty neat. It's not not free. I'll just throw that right out there. But they have orange chicken, teriyaki, vegetarian. It seemed a really popular place. I saw lots of people go in there. So, that's your, pretty much your in the park choices. Okay. Now we did eat in the water park, and we thought it was actually very good. We had I think I had a roasted vegetable sandwich, really full of stuff, lots of flavor. Roz had one that she said even was just a a hair spicy. Um, But everybody seemed to enjoy their choices there as well. And that is officially known as the Beachfront Grill. Oh, they were wraps. They had gourmet burritos. Roz had a... I had the veggie wrap, Roz had, I think it was, oh I don't know, it was another wrap, but it had a kind of a southwestern flavor to it, and my husband had a chicken burrito, and they were, they were great. They had stuff for the kids, so it wasn't too bad, like they had quesadillas I think, but there was fruit, salads, um, in a big case, sam- you know smaller sandwiches, cold sandwiches in a case. So you could really pick and choose what you'd like. Once again, I was really surprised at how nice that was. Um, and that it was actually very flavorful and very tasty. Now, what I've been saving for last is probably what I would consider Legoland's premier spot, okay? And that would be in the hotel.
2: Dun 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 dun, you ready for it? It is... So their premier spot is not in the park itself, it's actually in the hotel?
1: I would say that definitely it is in the hotel. It is called Bricks Family Restaurant and it is the hotel's buffet. Okay. Now, we ate there for both breakfast and dinner and to give you an idea of the pricing this is actually very reasonable for a theme park buffet especially a theme park hotel buffet especially if you've heard us kind of groan about the prices of the of the ones at Disneyland breakfast buffet 1695 for adults and 850 for kids dinner 1995 for adults $10 for kids. I hear the dang resonating in the silence.
0: <laughs> no, that's, I mean, that's not that bad, but if it's a good buffet. Well,
1: when you consider, though, that the buffets at Disneyland...
0: 20, start at, like, 30.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, hello? This is really good. Um, now, breakfast is open from 7.30 to 10.30, so you have plenty of time to get there before the park opens. Mm-hmm. Dinner is from 5 to 9, so even if the park's open till 8, you can still get in and get a, a decent dinner. Or you can go early and go back into the park on those types of evenings. Um I was impressed with the layout. They have a kids' buffet running straight down the center of the of the the you know buffet area, the kitchen area, um, with just tons of stuff on it. And then there's multiple stations around the outside at a grown more grown-up level. The kids le- the kids' buffet is actually down on more of a kid level, which I thought was cool too. As far as the buffet goes. The kids' buffet was really amazing. They had cinnamon swirl, French toast, um, French toast sticks, I should say, waffles, eggs, tater tots, fruit, all kinds of different fruit, yogurt parfaits, and cereals. And that's on the just kids' area. For adults' eggs, they have a smoothie bar, which you could get two different types of smoothies. They had biscuits and gravy, which were darn good. Their smoked salmon display was really nice. I really enjoyed their smoked salmon. They had an oatmeal bar where you had all kinds of little toppings. Um, they had yogurt parfaits set up on the side. They had big sets of fruit, bacon, hash browns, pretty much everything you'd want. Lots of pastries, scones, muffins, and then. One whole wall, drinks, coffee, you name it. They had a full choice of coffees, including flavored coffee. Pretty reasonable. And the, the drink area is the same for breakfast or dinner, and you have juices available at both meals. Uh, dinner, barbecue, rotisserie barbecue, chicken and pulled pork. Really good stuff. They had, of course, all the side dishes. They had, when they say our signature carne asada, okay, I'll buy that. The carne asada was really good. Very nice and tender, a little pink, just a a hair pink in the center, so it was perfectly grilled on either side. They have a walk station where they made two or three different kinds of Chinese. Um the carving station obviously with ham and turkey. They had a really good salad area. Soups. You name it. Pastas. The kids area had orange chicken. Cause, let's face it, kids these days ask for orange chicken. We never asked for orange chicken when we were kids, did we? It's,
2: we didn't go out to eat It's,
0: when it's we a were panic kids. conspiracy.
1: I know. It must be a Panda Express conspiracy or something like that. But yes, they have orange chicken, which my kids were over the moon about, mac and cheese, pasta and meatballs, pizzas, noodles, rice, hot dogs, fresh fruits, vegetables.
0: So the, they- okay, so you're saying the, the best meal on property is, is the buffet? Are there are there any sit down restaurants in Legoland or at the hotel? Um or is it just counter not, service and buffets?
1: Yeah, there's pretty much just counter service inside the park. Okay. And then the buffet. Um, now, you do have one sit down, and that's the Skyline Cafe in the okay. hotel. Okay,
0: and that's just a little little cafe.
1: It's a little, well, it's not necessarily a little cafe. It's actually more of a bar.
0: Okay.
1: Think about it. But it had decent food in it. I was, I was pretty happy with it. And it was one place that I thought was absolutely cool and a must-see in the hotel. Okay. Now the hotel does have a cafe, a coffee shop with some breakfast items and pastries, but the skyline is something that's completely different. Okay. And the reason it's a must-see is it's got an absolute heck of a Cool Lego display. There are minifigure cases minifig cases all over the wall with practically every minifig. And then at the end of the restaurant there's a city skyline, skyscrapers galore, helicopters in the air. And the windows at various points in the skyline all through the evening, a little window will light up here or there. And you should really go and play rear window and look <laughs> at the windows. You you should totally be a Jimmy Stewart with his binoculars because guess what? You're even going to find him in one of the freaking little rooms. <laughs> and I'm dead serious. One That's of the skyscraper crazy. windows was Jimmy Stewart in rear window. Nice. I saw that and I died laughing and this family is ne- looking at me and I'm like, it's rear window. <laughs> it's rear window. <laughs> but there's really absolutely adorable scenarios. Um, it It's so hard to explain. I'll, I will eventually put pictures up um, and if we do, we'll have a link in the show notes for all these fun pictures I took. But, You get things like Thai chicken wings, grilled fish tacos, carne asada steak nachos, flatbread pizzas, baby spinach, goat cheese, balsamic onions, pesto sauce, or prosciutto and parmesan. Um, there's club sandwiches, BLTs, um, and salads. They have a, one of the salads I had was the, um, California chicken breast salad and that was really good with romaine, blue cheese, avocado. You know, your standard. Right. Your standard things. They had warm tomato mozzarella salad. You could add bacon to any of your sandwiches. They had um they had a bur- half pound burger on brioche. Turkey clubs. Well, it's nice
0: to know that if you if you want to make this a couple days and you're staying on on property, there's at least yeah. a couple different options for you to to eat at
1: there are and of course this is the place too where you can get you know parents can kick back and get a wine or a beer or a mixed drink in fact they actually the skyline cafe if you go out to the patio it actually serves as the pool bar too okay cool so that's kind of nice so any time of day you can come in and get something at the skyline and it's a little more high-end the uh the prices are a little up there, you know, a little more up there, like sixteen dollars for um, blackened seared ahi. Oh, on the dinner menu. But sandwiches are about thirteen, salads are about thirteen. You, but oh, here dinner. Okay, certified Angus New York steak. Scallops, smoked gouda mac and cheddar mac and cheese. So little things. Kids can even get kids meals there for eight forty five, and dessert. So yeah, the Skyline Bar definitely um, a place to to kick your heels off and get a drink and eat. So all in all, dining way thumbs up. Awesome. Prices are better than Disney in in a lot of respects. And, and i the thought
0: 20 percent off if you're so if you if, if you're staying on property or you're uh...
1: you know i think that it the what they mean by resort is by having a california legoland annual pass
0: okay annual pass holders
1: okay yeah so annual okay. pass holders but it didn't sound like it was all level of annual pass holders okay so check that out um, before you go. okay yeah definitely check that out it, oh, it said Merlin Merlin Pass, right, so yeah, the Merlin pass, and probably the standard resort pass. Okay. I don't know about the model mom Pass,
0: gotcha, okay,
1: so yeah, oh, very cool what the hey, so once again, Legoland. Definitely worth a shot, especially if you come out to Disneyland often. Okay.
0: And you said when is the the expansion to the water park opening?
1: Uh, next should be next summer.
0: So f- summer 2014. Summer
1: 2014.
0: Okay, so we'll we'll send you out there to check that out too, right?
1: You bet. I'd awesome. be more than happy to. I cool. love water parks. <laughs> no one loves to see me in a swimsuit, but I love water parks. Well, we won't take <laughs> pictures. But we'll
0: just, it, luckily, it's not a video podcast yet. So. She'll,
2: she'll yeah. be the swimsuit behind the camera.
0: Yeah, there you yes, go. She'll be
2: the swimsuit behind the camera.
0: <laughs> awesome. Thanks. All right, thanks, Nancy. Thank you, Mary jo. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.